Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are now at another episode of ITTV Podcast, and I'm glad to have everybody here. Tonight we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. We're going to be diving into the world of how conspiracy theories and courts have affected people in trades, how our traders have dealt with that, students have dealt with that, and I'm joined today by a wonderful, wonderful team that has a whole ITU family here with me. Uh, welcome back, Tay. Welcome back, Byron. Glad to have you guys. What's good? So, what's up? For sure. So, let's, to kick things off, let's talk about some of the most common conspiracy theories that we know we deal with. So, Tay, leading with you, man, what are some notable ones that you come So, some pretty big ones we got out here is talk about Charles Schwab or some of these other big banks like Bank of America, um, Washington Savings Bank, Apollo Bank, all these top end guys out here influencing the market. Uh, trying to manipulate the forest market and trying to tell people what they can do with their money and showing that interest they have. Uh, some of the big things we got to talk about also, Byron know, Chris know, when we talk about him, you know, some of these major players out here are trying to like band together to try to influence supply and demand and cause mm-hmm. things to either go up or down. We got some big stuff going on right now. So cryptos is one of the big things we've been talking about for a while, uh, causing that to try to influx either going up or down. Uh, what's some other things we talked about? I mean, these, these things, just these things alone, we're seeing just in the last three years cause major problems, cause people at even the basic middle class level to be hard pressed on where to even put their money. I want to be protect, protected, I want to be in a safe place for my money due to y'all manipulation. Housing market, y'all manipulating the crypto, y'all manipulating the stock market, y'all manipulating these currencies. It's causing it harder for traders. And harder for the everyday person to make a living and, and make decisions for their family. It seems like it's almost like targeted towards like the middle class. Like right. every time we keep having these big issues, 2008, we had the collapse of our housing market. We were all probably still in school. I'm still in like high school at that time. But now we're seeing it again happening to a lot of these middle banks. We see two banks that, that collapsed within the last couple of days. Uh, pretty big things we're seeing. We're seeing the housing market shoot up. We're seeing what prices. I bought my house, what, 2018? Talk about like two percent, two point eight percent. Uh, I can't find a house around that price. It would cost me about mm-hmm. six or seven percent, and I'm in the market right now looking for no, new homes. So in my mind, I'm looking and saying I'm not purchasing nothing right now because it's not worth it to me. And that might be a big thing that might influence us towards the future. That's not that talk about housing. We're talking about for everything. So why would I want to invest my money in this current time if the percentages are not talking what they're supposed to be talking? Exactly. It's. I mean, it's kept me in a complete renter space, downsides going to the renter space until we can do the same by our home. It's like y'all are astronomical with these prices, right? And, and it's your fault. It's not like we had anything to do with it. You know what I mean? So even from our family's perspective, now, you know, you might have cause a bad friction within your family because you can't make that economic decision that they're looking for you to make. Go get the family, get the big house, what's going on? Dude, that, the economy's screwed. <laughs> I'm not about to make it move like that right now. Yeah, American Dream is, is done. Like, like, what are we doing out here? Like, hey, man, everybody tells you, you buy a house, get a you know a house with a picket fix on the back. You came and purchased a house without both people in your home. You got two parent households now trying to purchase that, and a lot of people are not together anymore. So that's a whole other topic. I'm not even going to talk about that. <laughs> that dynamic lead us down a whole rabbit hole. B, what's your take on this, man? I mean, from my point, you know. I'm a single dude, so it's a little, a little easier, I guess, in a way. Uh, but the housing, but the, the market is crazy. I mean, rent going up, crazy. I mean, going from 500 to 600, people leaving, getting kicked out of their own, out of their homes, like within a week, and they out here trying to figure out where they're gonna go next. 
So it's it's crazy right now. Um, just the market, cars are crazy prices right now. It's insane. It's just the economically, it's just crazy right now. Most and I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. It hurt my pockets. I don't like it. So. <laughs> you messed up with my money, man. You messed up my exactly. money. Exactly. Exactly. Very interesting point. So with the rise now, okay, let's 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 get into uh, social media. And we know social media has played a significant factor in, in these markets. We know these forums. We've seen Wall Street bets last year um, messing with, with GameStop. We've seen how Trump, we've seen how uh, uh, Elon Musk have been able to tweet and affect the market, right? And as you go forward in, in the uh, career field we're in, trading, right, we now have to make decisions based on that. How, how much of an eye now are you guys keeping on the social media aspect of things, and we'll lead off again with Ted. So I'm just keeping keep my eye on everything dealing with social media. Like social media has such a big influence on how we're able to uh, dictate of what are we going to do for certain moves. You talked about Elon Musk having that kind of power. He can tweet out something and can basically drastically affect a stock overnight, or he can join uh, SNL, which nobody watches no more. <laughs> like nobody watches it and cause that whole the stock to crash. So these are kind of some big things that we're seeing in the world right now. That's it's kind of a everything is being influenced by social media, all the way down to how we're able to take trades, even talk about how we're accepting relationships, um, even how our, we're raising our kids. Like everything is pretty big in the technology and in social media. For sure. For sure. So you got to take, sir. Yeah. Um... I can ask you. I feel like it's manipulating our lifestyle. Like it's, I, in my opinion, it's making us dumber. You know, we we have so heavy influence by social media, and it's kind of taking away from us. Like I just, I mean, when the last time you remember a phone number without looking at your phone? Their number. I used to remember them back and forth. I'd have a whole list catalog in my head when I was younger. Exactly. Or hey, you, you remember your uh, your address? But I have to look it up or how to get to somebody's house by having to go on Google Maps. Or white, so, white pages. I mean, you remember MapQuest when we used to do that. You used to print it out and you had to go use that. Now you don't even have to do it. My mom's had me locked in on the MapQuest situation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I have two sheets ready, following instruction, looking for the signs. But let's be let's be honest though. Like we're we're talking about being able to spread misinformation. Also, like we're not just talking about spreading good information. I should not be able to influence GameStop stocks to shoot up to three hundred something dollars over a span of two weeks, and then pricing never been there its entire existence. That is a problem. Like that is a big problem, and it, it always has ramifications and back end stuff. Like we know that they're going to put things in place that can be able to stop that from happening. They don't want little people to be able to make that kind of market manipulation. Like that stuff cannot happen. So the moment they did that, what started happening? We started seeing they started uh, freezing accounts, making sure people can't close accounts or close uh, shares for several days. Now that's going to happen. How we, we talk about having another recession or even having another stock market crash? What happens when the stock market crashes like that in the future, and they can just stop you from withdrawing your money? Right. I can't even yeah. go in do use my technology. They can influence technology to the point where I can't even stop them from saying like, "No, give my money back." Like. Right. <laughs> In the twenties, uh, nobody had that happen in. In the twenties, when that happened, what happened? People, hey, hey, what bank? Hey, I need my money out of the bank. 
I can't do that now. I can't go to the uh, bank. I can't be like, hey, I got money in here. Go ahead and give me my bag. Call it a day. I can't do that no more. And that's an issue for me. Oh, most definitely. I mean, look where the power the powers are now saying, okay, at one point you may have believed that there was a certain limitation to the power dynamic. Now you have a random CEO with enough followers, enough influence to make a difference. Now that's gonna open up every other celebrity to be like, Oh, this is this is what I really can get done. Now I have this kind of influence, and those especially we know I know Fat Rock has like three hundred million. MK's got a couple hundred million. Uh, and maybe two other, three other people. That's a lot of freaking people to be able to say this is what life is and change the entire dynamic of what people believe in, in, in reality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Like it's just too much influence. People got too much power and sway over about what they can do and what they can't do. And then people got too much following where people are moving mindlessly through the crowds. I should not be following Kim K and she's telling me, hey, I'm gonna go out and buy this lip gloss. Or I'm gonna buy this stock and everybody go buy that stock too. So we can't say that people don't have what's it called um, collusion or even like an insider trading where you almost do have the ability to cause people to insider trade. If I have the insider track on me going out and purchasing a bunch of stock and then me telling everybody the stock is going up and then everybody go out and shoot up and buy that stock up and I take my shares and I walk away. Like, right. what, what way are we gonna stop for people to be able to handle those kind of things? And that's another kind of a uh, was it another kind of a theory that people were having too? Like that anybody with any kind of power can just influence the market, and I think that's an issue. Hold on, I got a question. I'm play devil advocate on that, but when does it get to a point where that's taking away your freedom of speech? When it's not you taking away. Like it, well, then then you should be under. Just you're regulating what they say. What's up? You're regulating what you're saying. So you are, but the problem is this: there now has to be a cap of influence. Because if I'm a common person and I don't follow you, and I have my money invested somewhere, and now because you have 300 followers and you're able to call the company that I thought was good piece of shit, and then it dropped just because you said it. Now my money's fucked. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's an issue. And I don't follow you, so I don't know that you said that. I don't even know who you know. I may not even know who you are. Like, imagine how the people that had money in, uh, in Adidas, and then, and then Kanye West did what he did and caused all my money to drop out of the... Oh, come on, man. I'm hot. I be hot at Kanye. Like, that's my boy. I don't know mm-hmm. him, but I, I've been loving Kanye since I was a kid, but... Right. Hey, that be, that's an issue for me. Like, he can have that much influence over my money where I have to be following Kanye West every move to make sure he don't say nothing stupid. It caused me to have to pull my stocks out of Adidas. Like, come on, man. That's cool. Great point. Great point. So... Now, I want to dive into the Forex market, the government, and institutions. Now, for this question, I have a guest come on, wonderful student of ours, uh, Jay Strauss. Brother, I appreciate you coming through. You've been rocking with us for a few years now. I've been watching these markets and knowing what's going on. Uh, and you yourself as well, being military service and seeing the government, and, and as you're watching these markets, seeing those fluctuations, right? How, how have you been affected? Um, what kind of foresight have you now gained with the new information you got? Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? What's so, uh, man, it's it's hard to say like how much of a how much of a role they play in the thing. Uh, hard to put a number on it, but you see a lot of fluctuation. You're talking banks come in and trying to trying to combat the inflation rates with interest rates. 
it, just that in itself, like, because how that works, you got your inflation rates. In order to push that back down, you got to get your interest rates above that, which is going gonna, gonna to screw around with the housing market, with uh, car sales, with everything going on. You see, you see how much all of that is shaking around right now. Like some of it is starting to drop due to interest rate rising. Of course, ain't nobody trying to pay that much interest on anything that they pay. Like nope. no, nobody with any kind of sense. Like they're gonna fall back eventually. Unfortunately, government's gonna have to take a hit with that. Like we're a huge consumer-based economy, so to have people like that constantly having to come back and figure out, hey. Do I buy this car due to the interest rates? Ain't nobody trying to pay. Like, unless you're your government, like, we have certain things in place where we pay above a certain interest rate. Mm-hmm. But uh, the average consumer, which is the majority of our uh, of our population, they're going to have to pay the 8 the 10 the 12%, regardless of what your credit rate is. Like, it's, it's going to be a thing. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Now, are you seeing these fluctuations affect anywhere in the in the local area of the BX or the PXs? Those fluctuate grocery prices going up on base. Are we seeing um, just, just the local common things you need? On base? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not exempt from any of that. Meat prices through the roof, <laughs> like bread, gas, everything. Like we still pay all that. Like regardless of what you heard, that is still a thing, hundred percent. For sure. So we can see how how these just how it's just affecting everybody. At this point, it's like, dude, if you're just a middle class citizen, no matter what you work and where you work, you get punched in the mouth just because they want to make these moves. So you know, we know that they making a, a killing off of the game. You know what I mean? It's important we understand this thing. Yeah, but are are, are they gonna buy everybody out again? Like. That's what I'm trying to think about. We're waiting for them to buy out these banks again and make sure they get these write-offs so we can get the interest rates down. When do we say that they can fail? Like We saw two banks collapse, but who else is going to have to collapse before this market defines a way to protect itself? I don't think Americans or people in general should be paying 7 8% for a house or anything. When I hear these people buying cars with their horrible credit and they're spending 17 18% on a car, that's crazy that nobody's teaching these people how to properly use finances and find out how to get their credit score higher so they know that that 17% is even a bad price to pay. Like, who's, who's teaching these kids out here that 17% on a car is not to be celebrated or spending $1,700 on a car is an astronomical price to be paying for a car? Like, that's annoying to me, honestly. I think, I think the government will step in. Like, there's only so many banks and so many institutions that they can let fail before they start billing it's like oh. I say, consumer-based consumer economy. Like you, mm-hmm. you can't have all these large entities going on and not do anything. It's mm-hmm. going to affect you in the long. They're going to run them. They're going to run them to the big banks, and they're going to give those big banks the saving grace to to, to get out of it. And and just like uh, if you guys got to see the podcast episode that just dropped today, for those of you that track back, but. Mike goes in and talks about the article that came out that talked about how they're only giving 250k. The people that are in the SBB, if I had $7 million in there, that 250 k ain't doing me nothing. <laughs> nothing. But that's kind of like the target, the middle class again, like I said earlier, like 250000 is supposed to be for like specific, like we're talking about somebody running a small business, somebody running like a meal, like a, a food truck or something. 250 might help that person, but me trying to do real estate when I'm moving millions of dollars, 
I should not have to be worried about, hey, I got my money in the bank and that bank collapses and I got to pay them back that money ASAP. Like, if the bank collapses, that should be free money to me. That's how I feel. I should not have to be worried about paying these people uh, after they decide to make bad business practices and now I own them money. That's bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. Completely. Completely. I absolutely agree with you. So I want to tap in and, and, and talk into the, the transparency we need around here. Strauss, brother, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming through and opening us up so we can see our military and government's getting beat up by this. Oh, yeah. No, it's a pleasure, man. Anytime. For sure. Uh, so as we talk about transparency, trans- having transparency uh, in the marketplace with these conspiracy theories that's out here, I'm going to follow up now and, and bring another right. student who's very been paying attention to these things. I know he, he keeps an eye on a couple conspiracies going on, not just through the marketplace, but even in, in our day-to-day realities, and has a good take on the transparencies coming through. Our student Chris, man, been with us the last three. Come on through, brother. I appreciate you uh, talking with us today. Of course, man. Tonight, and you know, um, everybody's favorite conspiracy right now is politicians and traders, right? You got yeah. the Nancy Pelosi. You know, everybody's like she's she's very successful, or her family members are very successful. And then you got these people; they don't want us to know what they're doing, but they want to know what we're doing. You know, you see they bolster the IRS. You see the IRS; they think your tax returns are trash. They're coming after you in a heartbeat. But they won't pass any legislation that let us know where their dark money comes from for their political campaigns. They want to know our money flow. They don't want us to know their money flow. And I feel like they're scared. They're scared because as the world adopt crypto and that blockchain come up, they know that every transaction will be live track. As soon as the transaction go through and that hash go through, I can see exactly what you traded, where, where you move money, where, where you stake, where you invested, so on and so forth. And they don't want that. They want that for us. You know what I'm saying? Rules, rules for thee, not rules for me. So with one of the things that I feel like we could do is that we could get everybody on the blockchain. They don't have that advantage. They don't have that, you know, um, if you play shooters, they call it a uh, peaker's advantage. They don't have that advantage of seeing what happens first and capitalizing on it before we do. So I feel like that's one of the big things that we should get looking into. And I feel like that's one of the things people should fight for. It shouldn't be a um, it shouldn't be a bipartisan issue, um, no matter how you feel politically. Whether you tune in to Fox News or CNN, it shouldn't be about that. This is something that you want, period. You need more government transparency and less government oversight and less government power. Almost definitely. And Fay and B, I'd love to get, get y'all take. Do y'all see that uh, the blockchain and crypto being the saving grace for, for, for what we're seeing happening in these government including political sanctions hiding the money? So, well, so the blockchain and the cryptos and all these things, they're, it's easy right now to hide the money because it's not being tracked. It's not a centralized banking system. Like, it's basically the power within the people. Uh, we talk about this all the time within cybersecurity. Like, um, if I'm trying to do some kind of like almost drug deal, if I'm trying to do a ransomware attack, or I'm trying to do some kind of attack where I'm making somebody pay big money back to me, or any kind of money, I make them send that money in Bitcoin. Like, send me that money in Bitcoin, run me my check so that. I can go ahead and not have to worry about anybody being able to track my money and tell me what I'm doing or, or try to tell me or try to trace that money back to me. Those are some crazy things that people are doing with Bitcoin and with other cryptocurrencies. 
and be your follow-up. No, I agree with everybody, man. They're very scared to actually have their business right now. Because like you said, they're trying to hide it. They don't want nobody to know about it. But you can't do that if you have a blockchain. Everything is out in the front with blockchain. You can't hide nothing. Not a penny, not a cent, nothing. So that's why they're fighting very hard right now, trying to get rid of these banks that are crypto friendly. They're trying to get rid of them, buy them out so they can manipulate the system and try to keep their power that they have. That's what's going on right now. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty shady. It's some shady stuff oh, going sure. on. They should be I mean, in, in jail. Ugly. <laughs> Ugly, man. Yeah. We, I mean, we went multiple years knowing, you know, after they made the first run in 2017 on Bitcoin, and uh, we knew for a fact at that very moment they would rocket ship them things back down so the government can get their hands on it. They could find out how to regulate, how to get involved, and get their little crimey fingers on the entire situation. Right. So, and I understand all war is based on information. So you talk about the class warfare, you talk about the difference between the top 1% and the other 99%. It's all it's all war on information. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's ways that and it's ways that all levels. You look at um you look at all all the Trump's presidency. He was like Obama need show, I need to see Obama birth certificate. I need to see the tax returns and stuff like that, right? And then he became president and they was like, Let's see your tax returns. He's like, nah. <laughs> What tax returns? Right. And they know too, like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well let well, you said this, well let's see this. Like, nah, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> right, 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 right. Good points, man. Good points on that topic. Hey Chris, appreciate you coming through, man. Well, before before Chris leaves though, I got yeah. something. So we're talking about Nancy Pelosi and having all this information out in the light and talking yeah. about how we want to be able to see what they're doing. Well, mm-hmm. we're, that's because people are more focused on trying to do what they're doing and trying to copy the same path. I can understand, like, hey, um, I want to know what they're doing so that I can make sure they're not being collusive, like they're not doing any kind of collusion and stuff like that or insider trading. But the real honesty is people don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to see what is this person doing and winning. If she was losing, if she was investing all this money in these stocks and she was losing their money, they would not care about what she was doing, period. That's a fact. And that's why it's big. It's why it's big for having individual traders do their own research and analysis. Like we got to have these people out here making sure you understand the market, making sure that you understand what you're looking at on each chart. That's what we talk about. We're trying to teach people how to do these things. Like, hey, and when you see this kind of movement happen, what do you think is going to happen next? Or if not even talk about influencing, but knowing that the market is being manipulated, or thinking that market is being manipulated. That shout out my boy Trey. Talk about through the MMM method. So. Uh, there's a lot of different things going on, and I, I can understand why people want to see her, 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 her statements and find out what she's trading on. But I still think people should be going back to their own information and stop relying on social media so much. Like, well, come on. I, I think the reason, I think the other reason too, people want to see this information because it's like we know that they push the policies of the people that donate to their cause. You know what I'm saying? They push the policies of people that donate to their campaign. Like, for example, just very recently, right? We know that 70% of the country was pro-choice, but they still overturned Roe v. Wade. So it was like, why? Because at that point, even Republicans are acting against what their own constituents want. They're acting on behalf of these companies. These companies need people working. 
pay in taxes so that this engine that they got where they steal money from us can keep going. I'll go even further back in the past, for example. That whole time they was gung ho about this war on terror and anti marijuana this and anti marijuana that. <laughs> Buyers, the uh, the aspirin company, they paying these people to stop marijuana legislation from becoming recreational legal. But on the back end, they're they're investing in marijuana as a business. Yep, like crazy. So so you know people don't just want to see it, um, just for the means of trading. People want to see it for transparency with the government. You said you're telling me one thing and you're doing another. You know what I'm saying? One hand doing the left hand doing something and the right hand doing something else. <laughs> but, and, I, and I got and I got object permanent. So when you show me what the right hand doing, I still know that the left hand doing something. It's not just mm-hmm. behind your back. Mm-hmm. So, Wait, isn't that that's a wonderful point? <laughs> is that is that what we're talking about? What they're doing for crypto too? Like when we talked about yes. that big drop that happened last year, we knew that they were coming down, or we had the perceptions they were coming down, which we were right about. Is that they were trying to get the market to come back down so they can come up and buy a bunch of those crypto stocks because they never got a chance to a part of the initial push up. So all these Here's, government agencies were like, we couldn't, we didn't purchase it when it was already at sixty thousand. So we let it come back down. We tried putting these things in place, saying, hey, 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 this ain't a real, this ain't real money. Like you can't really do this. We let it come back down. We buy a bunch of it and not let people come up and get, get out of there. Like, you, you would be crazy to not think. Dude, here's here's how the numbers. Just so y'all can hear the numbers. We was watching, we was watching Ethereum. I feel like when it was hundreds of dollars, XRP was like a a penny when we was watching. Bitcoin was barely what it was, just fell off to fifteen k, seventeen k, come down to three k, and we're like, dude, they're going to find a moment and rocket this thing up. In twenty twenty, Bitcoin hits three thousand, then rockets to sixty k. That's y'all. That's y'all. That's nobody else but y'all. We watching you do it. We watching you do it. Ridiculous. So, again, guys, any last words? Any last words before we close out this one? Nope. Dude, this great points. Great points. I really appreciate y'all giving them. Appreciate it, Chris. Right. Thanks, Thanks for having me on, fam. For sure. For sure. Every time, man, we always going to have the great educated minds come here and talk with us and give us the game that y'all been able to learn these last few years. Um, as we follow into our next topic, we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about how Forex has now um, graduated. Over many of years now, we we know back in the 70s, paper trading. And we kind of get into computer-based trading in the 80s and 90s. Now we're starting to see mobile. We're starting to see um, the desktop start to graduate even more. What do you guys take on, on the technology? Is it making it easier, making it harder? Are we making people suckers in the game because it's too easy? What's your take? Hey, shout out whoever made uh, MetaTrader. Meta shout out whoever put... Uh, trading online, whoever created a uh, trading view, because without them, I'm not in. I'm not where I'm at right now, and understanding the market the way I am. Um, I don't even know how people traded beforehand. I'm assuming people did it through the start. They did do the New York Times, or they're looking in the in the newspaper and trying to figure out what's going on today versus what was going on yesterday, and keeping their own spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are some. I, I'm assuming what's going on. I don't know for sure because. That ain't my problem. <laughs> I got technology. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got technology. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I got yeah. my phone here. I bring my phone out. I look at the market anytime I want to. In my bed, laying down. I can look at where I'm on the toilet. 
look at work driving to work legally. I don't care. The Tesla screen, you can pull a chart out. Yeah, I can pull up on my Tesla screen on my car if I got one. I pulled up on my DS if I got it. Like, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. like, it's crazy what you can do with technology and how I'm able to watch the markets and watch how things are influenced by, like, Mobile apps, having these mobile apps and these trading platforms available for anybody to trade on, and also having a way for me to, be able to uh, go out and find me a broker that's going to give me a one to five hundred ratio or a one to three hundred ratio long for me to trade my money. It's crazy to me. Like right now, you might go ahead and put in the comment section. Let me know how you would back in the day reach out to a broker, trade stocks on, and then find out if you're up or down in real time throughout the day. I think I saw it maybe in a movie. Yeah. What wasn't it in that movie with Eddie Murphy? Uh, was it uh, that, what's it called? That movie. Uh, was it Trading Places? Trading Places. Yeah, it was Trading Places where he was poor and they talk about they go make him to a stockbroker and they were in a limousine trading ham stock in real yes. time by watching this little thing Rolodex across the street and that was technology back yep. then. Yep, I know. Watching um, if you watch Wolf of Wall Street. It was phone calls. You had to call the broker. You had to wait the time in between you calling the broker, him answering the phone. It's time we don't have to wait. That's how instantaneous taking a trade is. You gotta appreciate every aspect of that. For real. B, you, how you feel about it, man? I know you dabbling over mobile, right? A lot of the time. Oh, definitely. It's way easier. Way easier. From going from trying to place trades on piece of papers and then got to send it to somebody and you got to wait a couple of hours to get your trade back and you don't even know if it's up or down by that time. Nah, I like it on my phone, one click, either buy, sell, you know, get your stop loss. Don't, you got to have your stop loss. got to have your take profit. And then you're done. You're over with. You just look at it. It's literally no excuse. Take your paper, take your piece, your pencils, and leave it back there. I'm fine with the technology now. I'm cool with it. I can take it one step further, though, for you. I can not even trade myself. I can give somebody else my money, give somebody access to my account, and have them trade for me in real time. Do some kind of these. Or you can get a uh, trade uh, engine. E trade or E gay account. Yeah. They trade for you. E trade, Weeble. Weeble. I can follow Nancy Pelosi. And follow her, whatever she's doing, whatever her movements are, I'm just going to buy stocks what she's buying. I don't even got to pay attention no more. It's even going towards the way of AI. Like, in a couple of years, I'm pretty sure there's going to be AI engines going crazy out here. And going to be like, oh, just go buy this and sell. And it'll be purchased and stuff for people. And we're not even going to have to do anything. I just wake up in the morning and make money. Oh, for sure, dude. It was so crazy when ChatGBT came out. And I saw people already working on creating auto traders using this AI. Dude, it's insane. There is no excuse to be not making money in this system. And honestly, I, I think personally, if this ain't in your back pocket as a skill set that you can be like, yo, I'm about to throw a thousand in, ten thousand in, about to just start making money when this start going wrong, job is having a problem. I lost my this. Or even if you're passionate about something and you got a business and it fails, you can always pull this out the hat. It's yep. always ready. You know what I mean? And never have to worry about needing it. Because you got this skill set. Easy, easy money. <laughs> easy money. <laughs> easy money, man. Easy money. So, as we talked about, we talked about a lot this this episode of most common conspiracy theories. We got to talk about how the government's affected. We got to see how manipulation is happening in the marketplace. We're seeing how technology is now benefiting us. So, if you're out there, you're sitting there, you're wondering, bro, what am I supposed to do? Where am I at? Uh, you know, 
the AI may be coming to take my job. They might be kicking me out the job anyway. Like the world's kind of all over the place. I'm gonna recommend you for trading school in your background. I'm gonna recommend you hit us up here right here. Nice you. We can teach us. And if you don't hit us here, the information's out there. You're gonna have to navigate it. You have to go through, you're still gonna have to find a mentor. I couldn't do anything I'm doing without a mentor. I couldn't even do anything in the military without a mentor. I didn't know a plane. I had to walk them through. I had to do 30, 20 some odd years of my life. I couldn't care how a plane ran. I got on it, got off. When I got in there, you had to walk me through all of it. I have no, I have no idea. It's no different here. No different here. Is it gonna take as much time? Dude, that's gonna be on you. But get with somebody that can speed you through the process. Get through your baby pips, get through your basics, knock out your education, uh, and, and get tapped in. Because by the end of this year, and they're talking six to nine months of recession beating down the door. You could be in the worst place that you don't want to be in, and you're going to wish you would have put the time in, put the skill in you. It's crazy, right. too. Like, the thing about it is, like, like you said, like, find somebody that's going to help you trade and somebody that's a mentor to you. Like it's cool and all to try to like learn on your own and trying to go out, but that takes years. Like when we started trading, you and me, Zay, like we were in classes with people, but sometimes we couldn't even we were online together just talking about some of the things that we're looking at and trying to like progress quicker. But the moment I met, like I said, Trey, my my original mentor, shout out Trey. Like I can hit him up at any point in time, but like, I got a question for people like this is this is what you're seeing. You're you're a dummy, you're not doing this right. Or you're a dummy, you're not seeing this right. And I'm like, Oh, you're right. And then that fed everything up. And then we got Strauss that came on once we started our, our own program. And Strauss picked up like that. Like, I don't know how Strauss' progress, progress would have been if he would have did it by himself. But I, I can hermit and tell you, we sped that process up. Pete, you have any last take? And I'm going to leave across the board before we close out today. Any last words from anyone? I appreciate y'all time. Hey, hit that like button, though. What's that? Hit the like button. comment. <laughs> No, let us give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. We welcome tell, all the feedback. Please tell, tell Byron how trash his mic is. <laughs> exactly. Like, like you in the comments, talk about Byron's yeah. mic. Yeah, Byron's yeah, mic has his own personality. Hey, we, get it, we get the cash out soon enough. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> his guy's on his tag is uh, his mic. Uh, B's, uh, B's mic. His guy's on tag now. His own personality. There you go. Hey, man. Yo, appreciate y'all time. If you made it this far, I appreciate you coming through. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Tell us how you may be affecting. If you're looking to learn, hit us up on the website, solo.to slash trading. You, all our platforms are actually within that. You'll have the link in the description along with many other episodes. I appreciate y'all time. Thanks for joining us.